content provided in this podcast is for general information purposes only. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect that of the Mississauga Board of Trade. Amid the upcoming holidays and ongoing challenges we faced during the pandemic, tax planning may not be top of mind for many individuals and business owners. But now it's more important than ever to plan ahead for income taxes to avoid any unpleasant surprises later on. To help us with the discussion is David Barnsdale. David is a certified financial planner with the Barnsdale and Hussein Wealth Management Group of RBC Dominion Securities. He has extensive experience working with family businesses to help them maximize the wealth generated from the family business and shelter those hard-earned tax dollars from the nasty tax man. Welcome, David. Thank you, David. Glad to be here. Well, it's always good to have you on here, and, and I'll tell you, especially uh, today, because today uh, has to do with uh, with tax planning. And, you know, it's amazing so many people don't think about planning for their taxes until January. And we know yes. that there are a number of things that must be triggered before December 31st in order to have them apply to the current tax year. RSPs, yes, you get 60 days after year end, but there's a bunch of things that you really need to consider uh, before December 31st. And some of them, uh, you know, you, you may already be too late for. So that's why we have the expert here to, uh, to tell us about them. So let's talk about some of those personal uh, tax planning things that really must be done before the end of the year. Yeah, well, there's a number of them. And as you said, you know, unfortunately, so many times I have uh, clients or new people come into the office and unfortunately it's too late to do anything. So as you said, there's a lot of strategies or ideas to share that have to be done before year end. So, you know, to top the list off is uh, if you're considering investing in mutual funds, be careful, okay? Because mutual funds are basically uh, possibly uh, distributing capital gains, dividends, et cetera, at year end, right at this time of the year. So if you're looking to invest in mutual funds right near the end of the year at this time, you may get hit with a taxable distribution for near year end and you've just invested your money into the fund. So you're basically paying taxes on uh, an investment that you just started to participate in. So be cautious of that. Uh, another idea, withdraw funds in low income years. So if this is a year, an unusual year, maybe because of COVID, whatever, where you had very low or no income, you actually might want to consider withdrawing funds from your RSP or your RIF because you're in a very low income year or no income year, so you've got very little tax to pay. Uh, consider contrib contributing to a spousal RSP. So this is a way to income split between spouses. One thought, Dave, which is uh, I think people need to consider is when they're turning 71, the year you turn 71, you have to convert by the end of that year into a RIF. Now the issue is that RSP contributions are based on prior year's income. So if you happen to be somebody that's working, earning income, and you're still seven, turning 71, you're gonna have an RSP contribution room in when you turn in the year of 72. So one of the key strategies here is if, if you're in that situation is put your RSP contribution in right before the end of this year when you're still 71 and before you convert to a RIF. So you're actually contributing early. So you'll be in an over contribution situation basically for, you know, a month or more. 
So that's a that's an interesting strategy. Um, David, when it comes to spousal RSPs, uh, the question comes up: You know, does it matter when I contribute to a spousal RSP? Can I can I contribute to the spousal RSP? in the first 60 days of the following year and still get the deduction for the current year. Yes, you can, Dave. Yes, well, that is one. And by the way, speaking of that, you also want to consider when you are converting your RIF, again, depending on personal situation, we usually suggest setting it up on the younger spouse's age because it reduces the amount that has to be taken out of the RIF. Mm-hmm. So good things. We've got spousal RSPs. We've got RIFs. Uh, what are some other things that we need to do before the end of the year? Number right at the top of the list, tax loss selling. So, and that's what we're busy doing right now. Uh, clients were reviewing their capital gains loss situation. And if they've got capital gains that we triggered throughout the year, you have until the deadline, December 29th, not December 31st, December 29th to trigger uh, capital losses. To offset some of those capital gains. And Dave, you can actually, first of all, trigger those capital gains, and it has to be done by December 29th, sorry, capital losses. And they can be carried back, first of all, applied against, let's say, this year's taxes, last year's taxes. And you can actually go back three years and use those losses against prior gains, or you can carry forward indefinitely. And uh, when it comes to uh, switching over to the business owner's side, what are some of the things that the business owner needs to trigger before the end of the year? So when it comes to the business owners, they're basically they should determine whether it's salary or dividends. And usually, again, I'm not a tax professional. They have their accountants to, to be providing this input and advice. But there always seems to be this discussion and in the old days, before the tax changes, there was an emphasis on paying dividends versus salary. That has changed now. With the new tax rules and, and, and changes that have come into place, there's no longer a significant tax advantage to the dividends versus salary. And in fact, we've got a calculator. So if any of our listeners are interested, or the uh, tax professionals out there, we have a calculator we can forward to them. They can actually input variables and see which is better. But with a salary, it allows them RSP contributions. It allows them personal pension plan contributions. And it actually helps with CPP benefits for retirement. So there's actually now, it's actually, we can prove that you're actually probably better off to be paying some, some form of salary instead of all dividends. Hmm. Another thing is uh, consider bonuses. So companies that are in a great position business-wise, had a great year, they can declare the bonuses now. So they're tax deductible this year, but they don't have to pay them out until within the first 179 days of next year. So they get a tax deduction today, but they can defer the payout. Another key strategy for business owners, Dave, and we've talked about this before, and I can't overemphasize it enough. Self-incorporated professionals and business owners, we're going to hear a ton of advertising and marketing about RSP. But I would encourage them to reach out and contact us or speak to their other advisors and at least investigate the personal pension plan or the IPP because they can put way more, significantly more capital for retirement into a personal pension plan versus an RSP. Now, David, you and I have talked uh, extensively about PPPs and IPPs. Um, what do those things need to be triggered before the end of the year uh, rather than an RSP, which you have the first 60 days of the following year? 
Well, interesting question. With the PPP, it generally has to be done this year or within 90 days of the company's year end. So again, this depends on the company's year end as well. One of the other strategies with the uh, business owners is they can trigger their lifetime capital gains exemption date or consider it. So that is $892,218 to be exact. And they don't have to wait to sell their business to take advantage of it. They can lock this in today without selling their business. But I would encourage them to speak with their tax professionals and advisors to see if this is a strategy worth pursuing or not, right? And David, if you had to give one uh, special tip to everybody uh, before the end of the year, what would be the number one thing you say, if you do nothing else, do this before the end of the year? Charitable donations, Dave. It's one of the few things left to make sure you do that charitable gifting before December 31st. That's all the time we have for today. We've been in conversation with David Barnsdale. David is a certified financial planner with the Barnsdale and Hussein Wealth Management Group of RBC Dominion Securities. David, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much, Dave. Take care.